Hello, welcome. I'm Helen Perry, host of the Just Bloody Post-It podcast. And this is a Just Bloody Post-It note. Small, bite-sized version of the bigger podcast where I share my thoughts and we can talk about the life of a creative solo business builder who's marketing their work online. To round off series seven of the show and 2023, I'm sharing a week of these little notes and catch up with yesterday's if you missed it. It's about my top five work-related mistakes of the year. And today we're going to talk about how to keep your customers warm this winter. Why this? Because it's a busy time. When are you stopping for Christmas is what I'm asking and being asked by all my work friends. I have a final workshop this week and then I'm having an internal debate with myself about whether anyone really needs to get content from me the following week. Does anyone want a newsletter from me on the 22nd of December? Probably not. So I may stop at the end of this week. So running out of steam is definitely a thing. And wanting to hibernate is also a feeling I can relate to at the moment. But these next couple of months are, I'd say, a wonderful time to nurture relationships with your customers in what I think is the best way, slowly with stories from your world and your business. If over the next week or two is definitely a fight for the attention of our customers. I mean, you might police it better, but my inbox is absolutely packed full with mainly retail emails. And, you know, all the sub stacks that I've signed up to this year are going unread at the moment because who has time? I think that's a flaw of Substack, actually, but we'll talk about that another day. So, you know, keep plugging away if you're still selling. In fact, you'll probably want to send out more messages, not less, if you want to get noticed please don't worry about overdoing it. Honestly, I feel like I see maybe one in three of even my favourite Instagram accounts posts at the moment. So it is busy. But then, then in January and February, things slow back down and people are in contemplative mood. They want to connect and refresh and try new things. And it's a wonderful time to build on the connections that you've already got and make some new ones. So what kind of content can you share to keep your customers warm this winter? And by the way, we'll get to the point in a minute. The whole point of warm contacts or warm leads is that those people stay in your circle, breathing in your business and getting to know you and warm contacts buy from you when the time is right for them to do so. If you let your customers get cold, they'll be attracted to the warm and comforting glow coming from another business. Does that make sense? Okay, my top tips. Think about January now so you don't disappear. I know that's a little bit like, oh my God, not another thing. But Looking at what you want to promote or talk about in January will give you a head start, even if you're only doing this in your head at the moment. January can be hard to work yourself back into. If you've got kids at school, then they might not be going back until the end of the first week. You might be frazzled after Christmas or in that sort of headspace of not knowing what day it is. So a plan can help. 
I've talked about it many times, but my visual aid for this is to have a wall planner. It's not a diary, more like a map of the year, which allows me to block out all of my non-working time, like school holidays and annual leave, and then see at a glance when I need to work on promotions or when I might have a bit of downtime to think about other things in the business. Elsie, who I work with, the people-pleasing therapist on Instagram, for example, has blocked out the whole of her first week in January. She did it last January to remind herself that she hates working the first week in January. So get yourself a 2024 wall chart and start looking at your year, deciding how you want it to go so it doesn't get away from you. Then start to think about how your content can be more warm and compelling next year. The longer I do this job, the more clearly I see that it is in the stories that you're able to tell and how much of yourself that you can give that where the successful marketing lies. That's where it happens. A recent conversation with my friend Antonia, hi Antonia, is going to help me to articulate this, I think. She had been looking into what makes a successful Substack subscription, or any subscription, I guess, and that had drawn her to looking at the power of intersections in content marketing. Stay with me. That is to say the thing that you do and where that meets the person that you are. So in practical terms, that means sharing things that you love that are not related to what you do. So are you an executive coach who is obsessed with cats? In Antonia's case, she is a PR professional who's also an accomplished poet. I'm a marketing coach who loves to ski badly and has a new puppy who's taking over her life. The point is that it's this material, our passions and our interests, where often we'll find the key to how to stand out and connect. And if we can get over the fear of sharing it because it may be, oh, is this interesting or this is not what people are here for? You know, we're so wrong about that. It's what makes us stand out because it is what makes us different. We all sell products and services that other people do. That's life. So if you can be the coaching cat lady, then I will remember you. But what's more important, I would say, is that it sends out clues about the kind of person you are and allows us to connect with you as a living, breathing human person. It doesn't mean that I'm going to necessarily be interested in the rare breed of cat that you love, but I can still love reading about it. So think about sharing more about where the other things in your life meet or balance out your work and business. It will be so warming. Another way that I'm planning to look at my content for next January and beyond is that it is a journal, which all good blogs and vlogs and newsletters are. So, I mean, tell us how you really feel about things. Record your working life and thoughts and share them. Our power is in not being bland corporates. We can talk about whatever we'd like to talk about. A journal has rhythm and regularity and it allows you to show up slowly over the weeks and months and years so that your people can fall in love with you. That's what I really enjoy about newsletters and podcasts. The pace is slower and simpler, feels more intimate. Whatever you hear about social media, 
and attention spans. People are still very, very here for slower and simpler. So how can you regularly fill the warming hot water bottle of your content over the winter months? What's happening in your mind and your work and your life? Are you trying something new in the new year? Share how it goes, the highs and lows of that. Perhaps this note is to urge you to be bolder and quieter at the same time. I'd like to suggest that you pair this episode with number 136 when I chat to the landscape architect, Marion Boswell. Marianne's content celebrates the outside world, obviously, but also poetry and literature and business and ambitions. We're all many things. And if you bring some of that to what you share in 2024, you will find new fans and customers for your work. Thank you for listening. Why not share this with a friend who would benefit from hearing from it? And I will be back tomorrow with another love note for you. Bye.